0: Rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it Praise was in the beginning, Lord. the Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, on page 459. O
1: come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves gladden him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen psalm
0: 68 on page 419. let god arise and let his enemies be scattered let them also they hate him flee before him like all, as the smoke vanisheth
1: so shalt thou drive them away and like as wax melteth at the fire, to let the ungodly perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. O sing unto God, and sing praises unto his name. Magnify him that rideth upon the heavens. Praise him in his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. He is a father of the fatherless and defendeth the cause of the widows, even God in his holy habitation. He is the God that maketh men to be of one mind in the house, and bringeth the prisoners out of captivity, but let it run the negates continue in scarceness. O God, when thou wentest forth before the people, when thou wentest through the wilderness, the earth shook and the heavens dropped at the presence of God. Even as Sinai also was moved at the presence of God, who is the God of Israel. Thou, O God, sentest the gracious rain upon thine inheritance, and refreshest it when it was weary. The congregation shall dwell therein, for thou, O God, hast of thy goodness prepared for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of women that bear the tidings. Kings with their armies did flee, and were discomfited, and they of the household divided the spoil. Though ye have lain among the sheepfold, yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove, that is covered with silver wings, and her feathers like gold. When the Almighty scattered kings for their sake, then were they as white as snow and salmon. As the hill of Bashan, so was God's hill, even an high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why mock ye so, ye high hills? This is God's hill, in which it pleaseth him to dwell. Yea, the Lord will abide in it forever. The chariots of God are twenty thousand, even thousands of angels, and the Lord is among them as in the holy place of Sinai. Thou art gone up on high, thou hast led captivity captive, and received gifts from men. Yea, even from thine enemies, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Praise be the Lord daily, even the God who helpeth us and poureth his benefits upon us. He is our God, even the God of whom cometh salvation. God is the Lord, by whom we escape death. God shall wound the head of his enemies, and the hairy scalp of such a one as goeth on still in his wickedness. The Lord hath said, I will bring my people again, as I did from Bashan. Mine own will I bring again, as I did sometime from the deep of the sea. That thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies, and that the tongue of thy dogs may be read through the same. It is well seen, O God, how thou goest, how thou, my God and King, goest in the sanctuary. The singers go before, the minstrels follow after, in the midst of the damsels playing with the timbrels. Give thanks unto God, the Lord, and the congregation, ye that are of the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin their ruler, and the princes of Judah their counsel, the princes of Zebulon, and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God hath sent forth strength for thee. Establish the thing, O God, that thou hast wrought in us. For thy temple's sake at Jerusalem, so shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke thou the dragon and the bull with the leaders of the heathen, so that they humbly bring pieces of silver. Scatter thou the peoples that delight in war. Then shall the princes come out of Egypt. The Morians' land shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, O ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord, who sitteth in the heavens over all from the beginning. Lo, he doth send out his voice, yea and that a mighty voice ascribe ye the power to god over israel his worship and strength is in the clouds O god wonderful art thou in thy holy places even the god of israel he will give strength and power unto his people blessed be god glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever
0: shall be world without end
1: amen
2: here beginneth the 22nd verse of the 32nd chapter of the book of genesis and he arose that night and took his two wives his two female servants and his eleven sons and crossed over the ford of jabbok he took them sent them over the brook and sent over what he had then jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day now when he saw that he did not prevail against him He touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. <clears throat> and he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle of, that shrank which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Blessed art thou, o Lord God of our fathers,
1: praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the ninth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. But I have used none of these things, nor have I written these things that it should be done so to me, for it would be better for me to die than that any one should make my boasting void. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship, what is my reward, then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are within the law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be a partaker of it with you. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest, when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Here endeth the second
0: lesson.
1: to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty to be our defense against all our enemies. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries,
0: Our, our story of Jacob wrestling with
3: the angel is uh, subject to some interpretive challenges, but I think to understand it, there's a few things we have to understand about the, the larger context of the passage. Uh, first of all, um, our context here is that Jacob has departed from Laban with his wives and children is heading back to the promised, to, you know, to, to Canaan. Heading back home, where his inheritance is in the land, and um he's he's now has to confront Esau, who remember he stole you know stole the birthright in cahoots with his mother and stole the blessing and all that and ran away and got away from it and now he has to come back and face esau uh, and in some ways this is a, a example of how we we may have you know had some trouble that we worked our way out of in a in a a less than ideal way and we find out 10 years later the problem's still there we got to face it again (laughs) and the whole scene here though also picks up um a larger biblical theme about the threat to the promise because um jacob is is the um the heir of the promises he's coming with this very vulnerable family Back from Laban, he's going to encounter Esau, who is a warrior with troops. Who, if he's angry, can absolutely wipe him out. And so we have to understand that Jacob is facing a threat of annihilation from a brother who wanted to kill him, and now it could kill his entire family. And Jacob does not have the the warrior uh, uh, ability here to stand to Esau. The other thing we got to know about this chapter in, in chapter 32, verse one. We are told at the beginning of, of, of Jacob's coming that angels met him. So it's, a, you know, where uh, that comes in. And there's also uh, an interplay that in, in chapter 32, verse 1, angels met Jacob. And then it says that Jacob sent messengers to Esau. And we should understand that the word for angels and the word for messengers are the same word in Hebrew. So messengers came from God to Jacob, and Jacob sent messengers to Esau. And it's just meditating on the passage, you've got this juxtaposition of the promise that, that resides in Jacob, and Jacob's trying to negotiate his way out of the danger with Esau. But in the event um, Jacob's going to be saved simply by the grace of God because somehow Esau's mind has changed, But so Jacob's still wrestling with God, still trying to figure this out, but God's messengers are with him and he's sending his messengers. And so most likely the the person Jacob's wrestling with is is an angel whose symbolic wrestling match with Jacob symbolizes the way Jacob plays out the divine promises, that God has declared the promise, but Jacob is going to wrestle with it and try to grab it and um. So the idea of that, that his name becomes Israel, the one who struggled with God and man and has prevailed is just metaphorical for Jacob's identity. But it the whole thing as a spiritual lesson um, illustrates how we in the spiritual life try to grab by our effort what God has given us by his grace and and the real goal in the Christian life is to let go and surrender and to receive that grace freely, rather than wrestling with God, fighting for our own kind of whatever it is we're still fighting for under the under the guise of, of our faith. And this can take us into our New Testament lesson, uh, where the context is that St. Paul is um, talking to the Corinthians who are, have certain internal s- struggles eating food offered to idols, not eating food offered to idols, criticizing each other's factions. And one of the things that he's actually St. Paul was criticized was for not taking money from the Corinthians because other people who visited them did. And St. Paul's talking about his not taking money from them. He took money for other churches as a matter of doing what is best for the gospel. He says, as an apostle, I have a right to come as I've ministered to you to receive from you support for the work I've done, but I've not used that right because I want to, I want to operate by the principles that further the gospel. And I'm not going to let my desire for things for gain undermine what is the greatest good. And the analogy to athletics that the athlete disciplines his body with the idea of the prize in mind, and therefore what he says yes and no to is is with regard to the fight. And this is where we in the Christian life seek to ask the the principles of, of, what is the best thing for the kingdom here? How do I let go of things I might do in order to um, seek the greater good. And this, and so growth often is surrender, where I have a right to do something that I don't fully use because I, I see that the demands of love in relation to someone else will be best carried out if I don't use that right. And this is kind of contrast with Jacob, who's anxiously wrestling with God, grabbing all the things he wants. Um, but God, the irony is that God has promised to Jacob the inheritance, it's his. And I think this is a, a lot in our lives about what battle we're fighting. Sometimes we're fighting a battle, our own battle, like Jacob, uh, but it's but in in our lives of faith, we put it under the banner of, you know, I'm doing this for God, or God wants this, or God wants that. But it really is just, we haven't let go and we 're not really fighting the battle for the kingdom we 're fighting our own battle that 's a good question for Lent during the Lenten fast is really what what is governing our behavior is it Is it the larger values of the kingdom love for God, love for neighbor, and more specifically are willing to let go of things, not have them exactly our way when it 's the greater good uh, of 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 others for love um, and that's the kind of thing that, that we can think about. What, what battle are we fighting? St. Paul um, makes the point that the battle for the kingdom requires self-control and the willingness to let go of things we might do uh, if that serves the
0: greater good of, of others in the body. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly to be cc for all sorts and conditions of men that
1: thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations more especially pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit that all who profess and call themselves christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life finally we commend to thy fatherly goodness
0: all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed In mind, body, or estate.
1: And by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Special thanks to Joel, who stepped up when we had some technical difficulties. It shows the importance of being prepared for morning prayer and also being fully dressed. So, <laughs> thank you very much.
0: <laughs> thank you. God. God, thanks, Bishop Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a good one.